You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Well, they just they just pissed me off the other day. And <laughs> folks, that's how we'll start Geekiest Show Ever, episode 225. One of our new co-hostess, Elisa, is a wee bit upset. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Elisa. Just Elise. a wee bit. Good to have you back. How are you doing today? Good. How are you guys? I'm dying in here. I don't put the fan on because I make too much noise. It's humid. Oh, you're the person I was thinking of. I couldn't think of who I needed to send it to. There is a new thing called a personal space air conditioner. And it's the... No, 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 no. <laughs> this is an actual air conditioner. It's like desktop. Um, It's called... The Eva Polar Air. It, you can like sit it on your desk. It looks like a big speaker, and you put a little water in it, and you've got an air conditioner. And it's oh, just—it's it's like a it's microclimate a, uh, air conditioner. A, they call it. It—it's a swamp cooler. No, 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 no. Well, yeah, I guess technically you could call it that. Uh, um, Eva, what? Eva. Here, I'll put the link in the show notes, and okay. then I'll then I'll also yeah. put it out there for. Uh, uh, I'll put it in the chat, I should say. And then I'll put it in the show notes for everybody. This thing is very cool. I've seen a couple reviews of it. Now, it's not exceptionally cheap. I think it's, well, yeah, it's 180 bucks. But uh, the couple recommendations I saw for it uh, talked about, you know, it, it creates that little microclimate where you've got like a little sphere around you of cool air. Very but this cool. thing works just as well. It's a USB fan. Uh-huh. Okay, so I just plug it into the USB port, and you turn this on right here, this button uh-huh. here, and it it will uh, determine how fast it goes. So I can make it go a little bit slower, a little bit faster. And then it's got this adjustable arm to it. Uh-huh. So what I do is when I'm sitting in front of the computer, I just plug this in, and it blows right on me. I'm good. Yeah. And this was about 20 bucks. Well, that is a bit cheaper. So, actually, why don't you find that, just since we don't do videos, so we can share it with the listener. You know, I'm not even sure. This was something that I got, oh, about four years ago to review for my Mac. Oh, wow. So, let me see if they even still make them. Let me go look. Well, and uh, it looks like it's an evaporative cooler, which um, way back when we were on the farm, uh, I was a teenager, but I was running the combine for Dad. And uh, we had gotten this uh, self-propelled combine, and it had a cab on but no air conditioning, which meant it was, like, really hot in there. But well, what it had was it was an evaporative cooler. So you had this uh, unit that sat on top of the cab, and you put water in there, and there was this electric motor that turned this uh, uh, foam thing around through the water and it would pick up uh, moisture and then the fan would blow across and blow it on you so basically the idea was that the moisture would blow across you pick up the uh, heat and carry it out it wouldn't work obviously when it was humid out because there's already humidity in the air but it didn't do too bad a job of keeping it cool and it was cheaper than an air conditioner because an air conditioner would be like I don't know eight nine hundred dollars this was like a couple hundred dollars and you all you do is saw a hole in the roof of your your cab and mount it. So um, that was a, a poor man's air conditioner, but it, it didn't do too bad a job. Yeah, this one is supposed to be really good. I mean, it'll even run off a USB port, like your fan. I mean, it's a USB plug that it can go into, but um, I don't know what the wattage is, but I did see somebody that was running it off of a hub or something. But I just thought this thing was really cool. Like, I thought about getting one for work. 
because I'm in a cubicle, so it could, you know, the cool air would stay around me. They don't make this anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> so much like you, it's one of a kind now. That's correct. Okay. Just thought we'd, we'd get that, that straight. That is true. I thought we'd get that straight. Um, so before we go any further, we have to do Mark's most favorite and most important part of the show, because Mark, if, if he doesn't hear the weather report... I get texts from Australia folk where he's just he's just beside himself with joy. With joy. (laughs) (laughs) So we don't forget. I will. I will start out. I will jump ahead of the ladies and gentlemen. Um, It's actually going to. It's been quite warm here the last couple days, uh, and it's going to continue to be around ninety, upper eighties to low nineties until the end of the week, and then it's going to drop down to be something. Almost tolerable in about uh, upper 70s, but at least at the night towards the end of the week, we're going to be down into the 50s, which uh, which means the air conditioner won't have to run quite as hard, because that means I can turn the air back down to like 65 or something like that. So my family will love that. <laughs> so how about you, Elisa? It was 88 today. It is 81 right now. 58% humidity. It's going to be in the low to mid-80s until Thursday, Friday, Saturday, when it's going to be in the 70s. And then a week from this Tuesday, next the day after Labor Day, it's supposed to be 88. But your pool will be closed. No, it won't. I've already threatened divorce. Oh, have you? <laughs> okay, well, that's that's interesting. Oh. <laughs> a little extreme, but okay. You know, I, I understand your point of view. <laughs> <laughs> no, the problem is, and we've talked about it, is... It gets nice during the day, but when it gets cool at night, yeah, it makes the water cold. But I'm willing to I'm willing to suffer. All right, you don't have a pool heater. No, no. And you don't pee in the pool to heat it up. Not too often. Okay, well, just... sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. It's one way to warm the pool. That is true. So, and by the way, listeners, before Mike gives his weather report. Uh, something I learned from a young age, never go to a keg party at a swimming pool. It just <laughs> is not a good idea. Just telling you this, at a young age I learned this, and I only yeah. did it once. <laughs> the next time I went, I stayed out of the water. <laughs> there you go. That sounds like a plan there, because you're hoping it's mostly water. But anyway, Yes, that's what I was hoping for. <laughs> yes. Um well, yeah, and my weather here uh, right now, it's about 81. It was kind of up in the 80s, uh, similar to Elisa's uh, 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 forecast there. Um, but um, it, and the 80s during most of the week. Now, the good news, uh, I guess, for everyone else, it doesn't do squat for me, but everyone else at the school, the new air conditioning unit is supposed to be coming in tomorrow, hopefully. Uh, it got delayed. It was supposed to go in last week, but uh, it didn't pass the leak test or uh, quality test, so they had to redo something, so I got put up by a week. So I had to listen to everyone else. It's hot in here. Well, yeah, I don't get air conditioning most of summer, but whatever. I guess as long as they, you know, are quiet and leave me alone, that's all that counts. So that's that's a plus, hopefully. Well, yeah, I mean, there's the advantage for you. Even though you may not get the cool air, you get the quiet mouth. Yes, this. And I've had people, and they weren't, you know, demanding but they said is there anything you can do and i said well the only thing i could really do and i don't know how long it would last i tried to sit down and program the air handlers to draw in um cool air at night 
because it's getting cooler at night now, and try to bring it in and then uh, have the air handler shut off so we wouldn't be drawing in, you know, outside air, warm outside air. It'll buy a little bit of time, but, you know, when you start getting people in there and breathing and all this other stuff, it's going to warm up quick enough anyway. But I'm just kind of hoping that if it's a little cool to start off with, maybe it'll make things tolerable a little bit longer. Well, you know, it's funny because uh, I think I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago when we were really getting hot heat and humidity. Um, and this was after Lisa was here. We had the uh, – it was getting so hot that I quit driving my little car that I have. I have a little Nissan Versa. And it's a good little car, no problem. Um, got a good price, gets good gas mileage. Thing's got a hundred and thirty or forty thousand miles on it. I can't remember. Almost one hundred thirty thousand, I think, actually. Wow. And um, it's what seven, eight years old. But the AC in that little car, because it's got a lot of glass, you know, full blast. A little chipmunk in the under the hood there just can't, you know, keep it. But so cool. So uh, during the really hot weather, like the really snowy weather. Uh, I pull out the mean green machine out of the driveway, my truck, which Elisa saw, and uh, I uh, I drive it because that air conditioner, that thing, it'll spit ice cubes when I crank <laughs> it up to max. Have you ever tried using those, those I don't know what they call them, those things that you put in the window that's supposed to keep the sun out? It's hard to drive and see through those. So. <laughs> the, you, have a, you might have a point. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't well, can, can I just say, asshole? <laughs> yes, you can. There you go. We've all I got one. It, you said it, so there you go. No, yeah, I have. Um, I mean, I can, I can. It's not a matter of getting the car down cool. I mean, it, if it was really cool to begin with, it might do a little bit better. But um, it's just I don't do it. I have, I have one of those window shade things. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like um, when you're when the parking lot. Yeah, because the thing I worry about is, and occasionally it's happened to go, go to get in and like uh, scorch my skin on the steering wheel or something. Um, but yeah, that would help. But th- this little car just has so much glass. I mean, it's a tremendous it's a tremendous amount of glass that even when the engine's running full bore and the air conditioning's on max, it still has kind of a hard time. Just it's just a lot of glass. Is really what it amounts to. What? The truck doesn't. I was going to say, do you want to go out and buy, like, an AMC Pacer? It's got about that much glass. <laughs> oh, Lord, what does this thing look like? Because uh, that thing was like a greenhouse. It's like go- a bubble car. Go- Google, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I well remember those things. I had a cousin that wrecked two of them and kept making the insurance company, instead of paying them off, he kept making the insurance company go find him another one. <laughs> the guy's a sadist. <laughs> I mean, and he, he didn't, I mean, somebody hit him. I think it was twice. It might have only been once. And he said, no, no, I don't want the car paid for. You go find me another one. And the insurance company he had went and found him another one. Folks, if you don't know what an AMC Pacer looks like, go have a look. I mean. That and the car. Oh, God. I like that cartoon I saw one time. You had a picture of the car. Then had somebody put a sign on it that says, La Flat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what was that Russian car that came out for a while? You go, you go, yeah! Oh my god, <laughs> we drove one of those in Puerto Rico. That was our rental car back in 1984. My How was and I it? were, oh my, you. There was like nothing between the floor and the road. I mean, like there was like nothing. It was. It felt like there was a floorboard. Yeah. And if you picked up the floorboard, there would be the road. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we were driving down the highway, and we just like bounced. 
because there was nothing. Yeah, you know, there was just like nothing to that car. It was horrible. Yeah, the, um, thankfully they didn't last too long. I mean, well, and as you guys were talking, you know, thinking about cars of, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if I'd call them vintage cars or whatever, but um, you know, cars from uh, years past. I got to thinking about. Um, this one here, I'm going to drop it into uh, the show notes here so you guys can see it. And I love how uh, Google kind of predicted what I was uh, going to type because I started typing VO and Volkswagen thing popped up. Oh, yes. Uh, I always found those things um, somewhat interesting. They look like military vehicles. Yeah, and then you could flip them all uh, all different ways and um, you could do all kinds of things. But I always thought it was kind of... Mm, interesting. Looks like kind of a throwback to one of the World War II uh, cars or something along that line. Yeah, it does. It, yeah, it looks. It always to me. I always thought military, I th- and I thought World War yeah. II military vehicles when I saw them. So, but yeah, that's. Uh, but I did put a link for the verses so you can see what they look like in case you're interested. Um, but it's got quite a bit of glass. So, anyway, well, enough about this week in cars. We'll, we'll stop twicking <laughs> around here. <laughs> we actually did have some some topics to come up with, and um, I will. Ma- I do want to mention one thing. I, I mentioned it for a couple weeks. Uh, the GoFundMe for our friend uh, online, Mark Shepard, is still going on. So, if you have a chance and a couple dollars to spare, please go over and uh, dump it in the bucket. They could use the help, and uh, I think, as Mike said, it's uh, paying back a little bit to try to help out a friend who has. Actually, he's been on the show, it's been quite a while, but he was on the show one time as, uh, with Mark and I, um, probably th- four years ago now, I'm guessing. Um, and he, we used to always send in comments and stuff, but uh, he's not doing so well. So, again, if you have a couple right. bucks and feel so inclined, uh, drop a couple bucks in the uh, GoFundMe for him. So. Oh, yeah, because he's always been a supporter of uh, both of these podcasts, and uh, he's been a guest on Sci-Fi Tech Talk. Um and so, yeah, it's one of those guys that, you know, he's always been there for us with comments and, you know, uh, appreciation. Sometimes, you know, yeah, we do these podcasts, we always, always get a lot of input back from people or feedback. And uh, he would always give us comments from time to time. And so, you know, I, I thought it would be a good thing for, you know, to show some appreciation back uh, towards him for all he's done for us. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. So I'll put the link again in the show notes for that. So moving on to other problems in the world, and folks, this is a huge problem that I have. It's just beyond belief. I've had a damn song. Actually, it's the music video <laughs> or and part of the song, and I'm thinking like about six notes of the damn song. So that's what's really making it worse. That I've had in my head for about a week or maybe a little bit longer. And I will not mention how much time I have pissed away this week trying to find this damn song. I've looked at one-hit wonders of the 70s, of the 80s, because I can't remember who the group was. I very vividly remember one section of the video, and it's in bright color. It's got these people that got on these weird hats that are kind of shiny. Devo. No, it wasn't Devo. I know who you. I know what you're thinking you, of. Now, you just is, described most of the '80s so far. Well, yeah, I know. But these are kind of like 
hippie flower children looking people, you know, big hair, and they were standing around a a bar or kind of like at a party. And the song, I, I'm so bad at music, you know, because my music tastes. I have such a wide library of music. Um, yeah, all all three all songs. Three. I was thinking the same two or three things. <laughs> yeah, thing. But anyway, is it? And I just they're like kind of, and in the middle of the song, they start talking about and they're chiding one of the guys in the video about you know, make you know, poking good fun at him, and it's. And it has like a slow beat, it goes da 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 da, and comes back up. It kind of reminds me of part of the song called, uh, uh, what is it? The Eskimo song. Uh, Quinn the Eskimo. It, oh, it, it's, yeah, it, Man. Yeah, it's kind of like that a little bit, but it's this, I, 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 w- I can hear it in my head, but I can't vocalize it. And it's driving me crazy. But it's all these people standing around. The lead singer has kind of a bushy hair. He's kind of a stocky guy. And Again, most of the 80s. Uh, well, I, see, that's what I can't yeah. remember. It's a color video. So right. I know it had to be made in, you know, the what I can, the, my mind's eye picture of it, it's mid-70s. Anytime up into maybe about the mid-80s is what the video looks like. And I have, and I know I've seen it on YouTube. I have, folks, I have listened to more I listed like the top 100 songs of the 70s, the top 100 disco songs of the 70s, top 100 rock songs of the 70s, the top 100 pop songs of the 70s. And I cannot find this freaking video and song. So it's a male group. No, there's a woman in it too. It's not the B-52s. I don't think so. Uh, Love Shack. No, it's not, not Love Shack. I can tell you that. You would know, you would Rock know that. Rock Lobster. One. Rock Lobster? <laughs> no, I'm I hungry. thought they all lived <laughs> on rocks. <laughs> I, I, it's just, it's kind of a disco-y beat to it, I guess is the best way to say it. It's just like a feel-good, I listen to the 100 best feel-good songs, 100 best happy songs, and by the time I listen to those, I wanted to puke. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Do you do your best humming a lot, humming of it? <laughs> Something like that. I don't want to get it. it's going to. That turn. sounded like fa la la la. I know it did. I know it did. That's what I was trying. <laughs> but it goes. It's it's like a couple notes and it dips down and then comes up and picks up a speedier beat. Again, my music knowledge is so vast. Um, but I mean, it's. Well, uh, I also thought of uh, she blinded me with science. No. I, <laughs> Heard that one in a bunch of collections. I know it's not that one too. Yeah, that wouldn't be a group. But they're 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 like a party. The 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 setting for the music video is like a party, and they're around like a bar and they're talking and they're chiding the one guy, but it's friendly chiding. It's like, oh my god, I gotta find this song, and I haven't given up on it. But what I'm beseeching listeners. And beseeching you, and, you know, the two here, you know, I should send Green Tree and get him started on this, but I know he's trying to finish up his university stuff. Um, I've, been, I've got to find this damn song. It's driving me it's crazy. It's not a flock of seagulls. I'm just going through my iTunes right now. Well, now, I won't know the name of the group if you say it. That's oh. the problem. I, I, I have to see the video of the song. Even a thumbnail of the video, I would know it as soon as I saw it. So that's, and that's what I did. I started scrubbing through these top lists of whatever, you know, I did the 80s. I, did, I know it's not the 90s. I know it's I know it's 70s or 80s. 
and I know it's not the 60s. I know I, I can narrow it down to those 20 years. So just those songs that came out in just those 20 years. So Yeah, that, that narrows it down a lot. Uh, I thought so. I thought it would be very helpful that I could narrow it to two, deca- two decades. I'm just going in alphabetical order by artist to see if anything jumps out at me. Uh, it wouldn't be Barbie Girl, would it? By Aqua Barbie Girl. Or no, that, that's that's Valley Girl. I'm a Barbie Girl. No. Yeah. No, it's not that. It's it's. It also makes me think of the first song that came to mind was. Um, Blondie. No, it's not Blondie. I know Blondie. Believe okay. it or not. Um. Oh. My musical knowledge is not as bad as, as some people think, folks. I just don't <laughs> listen to a lot of music. I have like 5,000 songs to go through here. Yeah, I know. But it's <laughs> da, 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 da. And, you know, it's, it, it, it goes down and comes back up. And it kind of reminded me of, um, what was that song I was thinking of? Uh, I can't, there was another song I was thinking of, and I looked it up, and I, nope, that's not it. <laughs> so, God, I, I have just pissed away so much time at night trying to find this damn song and I keep seeing it when I start to go to sleep I see the video in my head and it, it, that's what's driving me crazy <laughs> well I tried searching for you know music videos at bars and then I ended up with bar, mitz- bar mitzvah music I don't think that's going to help <laughs> no, it's not well going to help. who knows <laughs> it was a good try it's not Duran Duran uh, well that's all guys isn't it yeah yeah. Uh, let's see. So see, so folks, here, here's the thing. Mike and Lisa are. Lisa's searching through her vast collection. I'm at, Mike is using Fleetwood Mac. No, I don't think it's. I know Fleetwood Mac. I don't think it's them. Again, I'm not going to know the group name, but I'm just trying to find bands that are male and female. Well, I'm trying to do a Google search for. Well, what did I press there? It was, I was trying to do, uh, let me try this again. Music groups from the 80s. Uh, okay, groups. 80s with women. The Human League? The Human League. Don't you want me? Let me look that up and see if that's it. Folks, this is really exciting, I know. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear this. No, I can't. No. Nope, that's definitely not it. Okay. So, it's just a real, it's a peppy beat and all that. And I was like, oh, I'd love to hear that. I might even buy that. I was like, what the frick is this song? (laughs) And I Let's see, I'm, I'm looking at my search here. I got... Rock set. Um, I don't remember them having any kind of like bar videos. Rock set in emotion. Don't know who that. Uh, is. Or there's uh, the Arrhythmics. I thought, the they, Arrhythmics I thought that was had? all guys. Arrhythmics no, and Lennox. Okay, so see, I do have limits on my music knowledge, so. It's... <laughs> oh, so now you're going to make us crazy looking for this. Well, my job's accomplished. Folks, thank you. That's the end of the show for the week. Well, I hate to tell you this, but it was a short trip to crazy for me anyway. So, uh, Just a, kind of a veer off to the right a little bit. 
Yeah, just a little bit. Love and Rockets? I don't even know that one. So Alive? It, you know, it almost had kind of a little bit of staying alive beat to it, too. The Bee Gees, like. Hmm. I know it's not the Bee Gees. Um, huh. But it I may just, not have it. Buy more music, Elisa. I do every week. <laughs> Is that humanly possible? Every week. Well, you're still discovering. I gave up discovering. So. Well, I've kind of... I Oh... Let's see. No, that's all girl bands. I don't want all girls. Shoot, because I got Banana Rama and boy, this, some of this is a Ugh. trip down. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, mm. we're just. I know this oh, is that's fascinating. An, that's an '80s tribute band, so that's not it. All right. So anyway, so here's the ask, folks. If you can figure out what it is based on the vast amount of information that I have provided to everybody. Let us know, because I have to find the song. I will probably buy it just because I have to find it. I mean, I'm going to have to add it to my vast collection of music. So that you will have four songs now. Exactly. (laughs) One more song, you'd have a handful. There you go. I'd have an even... Actually, two more, and I'd have an even half dozen. So, it sounds like I'm going to continue to listen to the lists of songs. Um, you know, the, cause it's like I said, as soon as I see the music video, I know I'll know it. So you think it's something that was reasonably, it, it made top 40 radio anyway. I'm going to guess it did. I, okay. <laughs> I mean, you're sure that there's a female in it? Cause when you said bar, the first thing I thought of was another nail in my heart by squeeze. I, but they don't have a female there in the video. There's a woman. And yeah. she, I, she appeared to be singing. Oh dear! What, that, this song. I, 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 what? <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Definitely. And well, the, and just remember, as I'm I keep disparaging the '80s, there's a lot of big hair. You sure you didn't mistake somebody for being a girl? No, no, no. I no, prof- no? profile okay. profile shot. Obviously. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I, do. I don't know how to say it. I'm trying to be a little bit polite, you know. Discreet, sure. Okay. You know. You Talking are heads? you are gentlemen. Talking heads? Uh no, I, I I know who they are sort of. Take me to the river. Once yeah. in a lifetime, that's talking heads. But but see now you guys have the same or you have even less of a worm than I have, so you get to try to figure this out. And It'll it, probably it, it help really, us create our own worms. It, it, it's kind of like a da- it was kind of like a dance. It was a positive vibe. I think it leans a little bit more towards disco, but I can't swear that. <laughs> so, Lisa, you have a lot of disco music. Yeah, but I, I think everything I just looked at doesn't sound like what you're talking about. Yeah. So you're talking, okay, so dance well, dance song in a bar. No. Dance. Well, and by by the uh, uh, late 70s, early 80s, everybody was doing disco. Ethel Merman had a disco song, so that doesn't... I know it wasn't her. Down. Thank God. 
She does fit the criteria, but... Okay. Yeah, I, I, I can eliminate her, so that's one less you have to look at. <laughs> awesome. All right, here's the website for you, Kevin. Who sang that song.com? Yeah, but how much information do you have to give them? <laughs> oh, my gosh, it's got a lot of stuff here. Well, I'll give. All right, you drop me the link in the uh, in the uh, chat, and I'll try that too. So, so that's my ta- that's the task for the listeners. You have homework. Mike and Elisa have homework. Please help, for God's <laughs> sakes! Please help me. I'm I'm going crazy. And if that's not bad enough, I'm watching TV with. Uh, I was actually watching Dark Matter. This started. I got caught the- up. Okay, started when we, uh, my son and I were watching Dark Matter, um, and I think my wife is now getting slightly hooked on the show. She's even liking it, and she's not a sci-fi person. I said, if you want to get caught up, we can catch you up on it completely. Um, and I think my youngest daughter also is starting to get into Dark Matter. So I said, we can get you caught up. That's not a problem. Happy to sit here and rewatch the whole thing with you. Um, you know, and answer questions and explain the things as we go along. But anyway, this commercial came on, and it's a Taco Bell commercial for some sort of dumbass sort of burrito or something. I don't know what the hell it was for, but it's got cheese in the center of it, folks. It's got, like, liquid cheese in the center of whatever this thing. It's a burrito. Yeah, it is a burrito. But the worst part is the commercial. It has this, and I don't know a better way to describe it, hipster doofus-looking guy. (laughs) That doesn't help a lot, but okay. Well, it describes a large segment of the population, mm-hmm. of the of the younger population, anyway. He's, you know, I mean, he looks like he's uh, from the seventies. I would say the way he's kind of got his glasses and his hair, and he's complaining about the other guy that looks. I'm using air quotes here, folks. Normal, and you know, current. Let's put it that way. He looks like he's from current day and time. But this guy has the weird, like, little oh, god-awful goatee. goatee with a long, almost, like, handlebar mustache to go with it. And he's got giant, like, 70s glasses. You remember what they all looked like back in the 70s? Looked like a windshield yes. on your face. I wore them. Yes. yes. You know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. And he's complaining about, well, this is a fondue party. And every time I see that, you know, and the other guy's sitting there, it's just, I want to... Take him and dip him in the fondue, this hipster doofus-looking guy. You know, just, I want to stick the, the wooden thing through his heart and then pick him up and dip him in the cheese. Well, now you're otherwise, glad it doesn't I've bother you. No, otherwise I'm fine with the commercial. Well, no. Taco Bell has awful commercials anyway. Do they really? I guess yeah. I don't pay that much attention to them. The only, the only reason I've noticed uh, that really got this one to me was in the sci-fi app on the Apple TV. See, folks, I'm bringing it around to something geeky. Besides it just pissing me off. Um, hmm. it ha- When it pops up, the commercials that come up during watching Dark Matter, It'll the one thing I like is it says, you have 170 seconds before the, you know, the program was in, which is great. I, can I make it up out of the chair, across the house, into the toilet, and back in 170 seconds? forget the fact that I could just hit the pause button. But anyway, <laughs> but you know, so, so, you know, but they showed this commercial on three commercial breaks and twice in a row on the same commercial break. And I was like, yes, Damn it! the NBC watching, app does that. Yes. And you're watching it on the, uh, through the, the, the Siffy app, right? So, Sci-fi. Yeah. I'm Siffying yeah. it. 
Okay. Yeah, and uh, Hulu was terrible for that because I was I don't remember what show I was watching, but the same three damn commercials for the whole hour, and it's like, are you? I, I understand. You know the principle of brainwash. You keep repeating something over and over again until it becomes the truth. But I'm still not buying your crap, people. Just I'm sorry. No. Quit. And that's and that's the point I was trying to get to. Was the more you repeat a commercial, <laughs> the less likely I will to be to buy the product. And I mm-hmm. and, and you know what? I'm really okay with the commercials in in the stuff. I don't mind because of the fact it's the convenience of me getting to watch it. When I want to watch it, you know, at my own pace, I didn't even have to worry about DVRing it. I'm really perfectly okay with the commercials. I don't have a problem with that because I can mute or get up and go get something to drink, you know, whatever you want to say. But come on, advertisers or app people or content providers, put some different commercials in there. You know, at least two breaks in a row don't have the same commercial. There was one of those damn Aflac commercials. I was going to kill the damn duck and eat him. (laughs) I mean, come on. I mean, and probably one of the worst culprits for it, uh, I don't. I wa- have, tend to watch some of the short-form video that they have on the Weather Channel. And on the Weather Channel, they will, if you get the one where it's having commercials, you can watch 10 videos, and in between every minute and a half video, it'll be the same 30-second ad. Oh, Lord. I mean, that just makes me want to go postal. Right. Uh, well, and you know, I uh, when I watch YouTube, uh, sometimes you have the pop-ups that come up there, um, or the ads, and some of them, it, some of them do them well. I actually sit there, and yeah. even when the skip ad comes up, I'll watch it. Now, there's one that's local to us. It's an AF or um, AARP ad for Sioux Falls, and it's this lady who's putting on this fake chipper, you know, thing, and she's talking about all this stuff and everything. That one, I want to just. Just shut up. Oh, I have words I will not use. Uh, but it's just, it, it does anger me because it's the same commercial. It's just kind of fake chipper lady just, you know, walking and canoeing and all this other stuff through Sioux Falls down there. It's just like, no, just, I, I once is enough. I'm tired of it. And that one you can't skip through. You have to watch all 30 seconds of it. And I'm sitting there banging my head against the desk because it just irritates me beyond belief. And you can't skip it. Well, you know what I noticed today, Mike, uh, speaking of YouTube, is I was watching a craft video. It was only like a three- or four-minute video, and about 20 seconds in, it breaked for a commercial. Now, that's mm. poor. I don't mind pre-rolls. Yeah. And I never no. saw I'm like I'm like, what? And then I've never seen the, that before. Yeah, that was the only time I'd ever seen it. And it was a, it was like, a, I don't even know what it was for, because then if, if after five seconds it said skip, I hit the skip, and then it went back to the content. I'm like, in the middle? Yeah. That's... Yeah. Short a short form video should only have pre and, pre and or yeah. Yeah. Post this roles. is the first time I'd ever seen it. That's, oh, that's wow. That's really pretty bad. And then the other thing that was annoying. Oh, this was annoying. I was on a website. Uh, it was a crafting blog, and every time you looked at a page, this big pop up uh. would come from the bottom up. And it would, I didn't even know what it was selling because I kept hitting the X. And half the time I hit the X, a new page would open. Mm-hmm. You couldn't get rid of it. It wouldn't go away. I couldn't see what was on the page because it took up maybe the bottom quarter of the page. Every single page. And as I'm scrolling up to see what's on the bottom part of the page, the ad is going with it. Yes, yes I've seen those. That That is so well, freaking annoying. 
Yeah. As long as we're in the pet peeves and advertising, there are some. I've been to a few uh, websites where they will open up this video and start playing it, and that's not why I'm there. It's an ad. It's a freaking ad. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, and if I have several ad, uh, tabs open and I'm uh, bouncing back forth, all of a sudden you hear this commercial playing and their music, and where that frick is that coming from? But what I really hate though is when they pop it open. And then you just sit there and you just ignore it and you're reading, you're, you know, you're going down, you're reading stuff and then it closes. And then your content shoots up because the stupid ad closes. You got to scroll back up to where you were and then scroll down again. Um, and so, like I say, you're just scrolling along. All of a sudden your stuff just jumps up because this uh, video decided to close and then everything collapsed back together again. Or you're trying to find the video to turn off the sound and you can't find it. Mm. I've had that too. I'm yeah. like, where the hell is it coming from? <laughs> well, now, yes. if, you're, if you're using Safari, remember, you'll get the little speaker icon on the tab that um, that the music's coming from. Right. I use Chrome. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've shied away from Chrome for the most part, but, you know, it's just, yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it is annoying. I... You know, and again, I don't have any problem with the ads. I, people need to make money. I, I'm not right. trying to take food out of anybody's mouth. I want to help people. But you, you, you got to balance things out here. Don't repeat the damn ads all the time. Don't make ads so annoying that it completely blocks the content. Um, because I've seen the ads where you'll see like the first maybe six lines of an article or something like that and then Mm -hmm. it grays out it says click here to see the rest of the article you do that then you have to go through all these ads to find it and i I mean i know there's things like uh good reader is it good reader i forget what i use when i do use chrome there's a a plug-in uh good reader or something like that that'll strip out all the ads and i actually feel bad about doing that because i want people to get the money but if your ads are obnoxious exactly i'm sorry I'm, I'm just. Or, I'm not going to do it. Or even poorly designed websites, or sometimes I think to design the uh, maximum click throughs or whatever maximum clicks. Because every once in a while I get sucked into one of these. Uh, you know, look what happened to the you know the stars now, or look what they look like now, or you know something along that line. I'll get sucked into one of those, and you have to sit there and keep clicking that arrow to see the next picture, mm-hmm. and. Sometimes it's the same three, uh, same picture three or four times with like one sentence of text underneath there. Yes. And then you have to wait for all the stuff to load on top of it. Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we have a shared peeve here. Oh, it's yeah. like mildly – okay, Kevin's staying out of this one. I think. No, no, no. no I, I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing. Oh, you're agreeing. Yeah, because we're both fired up about that because, like I say, I get sucked into them. They're just nothing important. But, okay, it's, I got a few minutes. I'll look at one of these sites. And, you know, it's just, you know – like say something along the lines of you know look at the seventy stars look like now or something like that, uh, pure fluff. But yeah, you're looking I, at them, I know and you have about. to click the little the next button, and like it's just like, and they can't even like, there'll be half a sentence on like the last one of that series. They can't even put half a sentence on the previous one. They couldn't even put all three sentences, like uh, probably a total of like eighteen words altogether, underneath one picture, so they could just kind of go through. And I'm sure it's somehow designed to get people to look at stuff or to have ads pop up and play or or something. It, I, there's got to be some revenue-generating aspect to this that I think somebody had to get drug out and shot for. But, but it's just they don't annoying. get it from me because after about two pages, I'm like, see ya. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not wasting yeah. my time. Well, you know what else? And, if, and, and when I see it on the iPad, because that's where I see it a lot of times, it'll do that. And I might look at it, 
But then I'll go into Safari and look at the website data, and it has dumped all kinds of tracking stuff on it. The greatest thing about iOS, remove all website data. <laughs> Clear all all information. Gone. You're not tracking me no more. <laughs> so, yeah, it's but it is annoying. I mean, again, I'm okay with advertising. I know people have got to make money. Hell, we all have to make money to live. That's not the problem. But let's just... I mean, this is as bad as the X10 camera ads were back in the uh, early parts of the internet when they used to pop over and then they started popping under the content and you had, you know, it'd be like... The, it'd almost be like a porn storm type of thing uh, for for the windows that would pop up with all these freaking ads. And, oh well, and then God. they have some of those pop-unders that then uh, are... They're doing something. They're sucking up CPUs because why is my computer, you know, uh, kind of sluggish or, you know, why are things not acting quite the way they should? And then I start closing windows or minimizing. Oh, yeah, there's one over there, you know, playing, you know, Java or some stupid thing. Well, I was trying to look at uh, some content. I don't remember what the website was now that I was looking up something on on my Linux laptop. And, oh, my God, I I hit this one site. And you talk, the fans went into full gear. The CPU must have been run. I mean, again, this is a low-powered laptop. I'm not, you know, but I mean, it was this one side. And I looked down at the bottom, and you could see all the ta- all the the shit. I'll just call it that. I don't know what other better word to use. That it was trying to load in the background before I could actually see the content I wanted to see. And I killed it. I said, you know, but I sat there and watched it for a good 20 seconds trying to load all this stuff, you know. And I can mm-hmm. see where it was all coming from. Going, this is freaking ridiculous. Close window. No, thank you. I don't need your content if you're going to push that much, that much uh, shit towards me. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Well, yeah. So, like I say, they do need to make money. But how about something sensible that doesn't take forever to load? Uh, the popover under ads, or you know, limit them. I get an occasional one reminding me of something. Okay, that's fine. But you know. It would just be nice if they would not, you know, use the club over the head approach to advertising. Sometimes subtle is actually more uh, is more better. That you know, is my English. Yeah, you you speak the English real goods. You've been yes. you've been schooled really good. <laughs> but you know what? What bugs the one thing that bugs me almost as much as that, and I've seen they're starting to go away from, is the never-ending scroll bar on websites. If you've ever been to a website, you'll scroll down to the bottom of the page and then suddenly it loads a bunch more and you mm-hmm. can never get to the freaking bottom of the page. And really at the bottom of the page is where the about.me stuff is where I might want to <laughs> figure out how to contact you. <laughs> and I can't get to the bottom of the page because you just keep loading more shit into the browser. Stop it, people. Stop it now. I'm just... Putting that out there, I can't. And I've noticed some of the websites have gotten better. Right, they'll do it like one or two times, and then they actually let you get to the bottom of the page. But I mean, come on, there is no need to just keep loading more and more shit. Because I've had a couple of websites. I guess it's pro, it, poor design or something. I'll get down, and I'll see the article I want, and then it jumps up or jumps down. So I scroll down a little bit more, just a little bit, to get to the article, and then it jumps down further. I'm going, stop loading shit. I want it's just one article. <laughs> so, you know, it's just, it's a no- iMore used to be really bad about it. I haven't looked recently to see if they still do it or not. And, and I love the stuff that Renee Ritchie and crew do, so I tolerate it to some degree, so. 
but it is annoying as hell. So, folks, that's this weekend. We hate the internet. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, it, you know, those, those are just people. I had to get those things out of me. This is my place to get them out and burden uh, Mike and Elisa and or Melissa or Mark with them. Mm. Serenity now! Serenity now! <laughs> That's what I do a lot. When my husband comes home from work, I just go, serenity now. <laughs> and he goes, what happened? <laughs> See, what I do is what you and I were talking about the other day. I just go grab the whiskey. Serenity now. <laughs> I could make a great living if I come up with some whiskey that just called serenity now. <laughs> it would probably sell really well. Mm, interesting so, idea. Yeah, this is true. This is true. So before, well, oh, mighty pod me on... So, you know, just chant here and get ourselves back to a neutral place. I do have a tech problem that I've been talking. Now, this uh, Elisa might be a little on the left side of this one or the right side, whatever way you want to go. But Mike's going to understand this. Okay. I'm, at, I'm about at the point where I've got to buy another phone for my second phone. My current second phone's an Android phone, or and, or not my second phone, my primary phone. So I'm anxious to see what Apple comes out with. Because I love my iPhone 6 Plus. I dearly love this device. It is probably the main uh, Apple product I interact with on a daily basis. It's going to tie close to my iPad, but because my iPad's not with me all the time, it would be the only reason the the iPhone would come out more. So, theoretically, I don't think we've officially heard there'll be an event on the 7th of September announcing new phones. Um, And I need to... I need to make a decision about which way I'm going to go, and I know this is going to tie into something that Elisa's going to talk about too. Uh, but I, you know, I was, you know, okay, maybe I'll get an Android phone. I have one Android phone, and it's not too bad. I don't mind it. It's, but I have so many iOS apps. I kind of hate to get out of there, and I like, I, you know, I like the uh, uh, iMessage stuff. I mean, because I communicate with both you guys that way on iMessage, besides uh, Twitter and stuff like that. Uh, I communicate with Mark that way, and it doesn't cost me cost me diddly squat. Uh, I communicate with a lot of my friends that way because it doesn't really cost you diddly squat. So I'm trying to decide, you know, what I want to go. And I've looked at the Android phone, and the problem that I'm having with the Android phone market is there's too many phones. Hmm. I can't decide which one is, you know. The only thing I can decide for sure is that I want something very close to a pure uh, Android experience, like the Nexus would be. From, from Google, but I really like some of the innovations that the other companies have, like Huawei, um, one, the OnePlus 3, the Motorola, Moto G4, I think it is. I mean, they all let you stick SD cards in them. Some of them even mm-hmm. let you put the dual SIMs in them so you can have it on two different networks at a time if you need to, and you know, all these kinds of cool features that, that I like. The, the adding extra storage thing is my biggest thing, but you know, I can live with it, but I, I don't know. It just—is it just me, or is there just too many choices on the Android side? And that's what makes it more confusing. Well, you know, you do have, and you, the thing is, too, you also have a range of prices because you can get a cheap Android phone, and you, you know, sometimes you kind of get what you pay for there, and then you can get a pretty good phone, but then that's going to be, uh, you know, iPhone. Uh, price territory um, and it all kind of depends upon you know and the other thing you kind of have to be careful about with Android is that uh, depending upon the carrier um, the updates the updates isn't always 
what they should be. Uh, now, with every time I uh, Apple releases a you know update, you get it. Now it's up to you to take care of it, but it's there. Now Android again, uh, and I don't know if there's any way you can. I suppose you could download a uh, update for it directly from the manufacturer and install it. I'm not sure. No, you can't because it has to go through the carrier. Carrier. And okay. the manufacturer has to do, I mean, in a lot of the Android markets, you have to go through the the manufacturer and then the carrier. So you and, can't even do an end around and yeah. do your own. I mean, I guess I could root the phones, you know, and do right. that. Um, that's why the Nexus is so attractive, but they don't allow ex- extra storage to be added. Um, because you get a pure Google experience, and every time they push out an update to Android, boom, you get the update to Android. Uh, Motorola is pretty good about it. Some of the Huawei phones are pretty good about it. I've done a lot of, I, I won't say I've done a lot of research, I've done a lot of looking around, folks, and this is, you know, where I'm at. You know, one thing I'm considering, because price point's going to be a little bit of a sticking issue at this time, and maybe I can wait it out a little bit longer so I have a little bit more money available to devote to it. But I've even considered as much as it would kill me is to switch back to an SE, the small phone. But I really don't want to go back to a small phone. I I love my phablet or whatever mm. you want to call it. I mean, it's easy for an old guy like me. I can actually do work mm. on it. I've actually set it down, used a keyboard, and done work. You know, typed up documents and things like that. I mean, it's not the ideal situation, but hey, it's what you have at the point you need it, so... Well, yeah, and if I and I have toyed with the idea of getting an Android phone too. I haven't really done any research, but you know, I thought you know, I've I've used the Android operating system, and there are things about it that I like, and then there's other things that's you know kind of annoying. You know, now uh, you know if you get the right phone with the Marshmallow update, I believe it is, it'll take that SD card and combine it with your other storage, so it's all seamless storage in there. Sort of. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Um, but it should, so instead of having things stored separately on an SD card, it's supposed to be all included, um, as one pool of storage. Uh, I don't know how well that works. I mean, my NVIDIA tablet will do it. And I did do that, but I have really put enough on there to see that how, you know, effective it is or whatever. But, um, you know, there's things like that. And like, just the fact that you can add external storage, that's what drives me up a wall. I mean, I've got my iPhone five here. Uh, and it still uh, is okay. I think the battery's starting to get a little weak, but it's a three and a half year old phone, um, so it's not doing too bad. And as I speak, I get a woot ad come up here. I'll just ignore it. Walk away. Um, but <laughs> the fact that um, you know you you can't add storage to it, that's what drives me nuts because that's why I bought my iPod Touch. And then with my Bluetooth headset, I have it going between the phone and my iPod so I can listen to music or audiobooks or whatever and still hear the phone when it comes in. And sometimes that gets a little janky. The, I think the headphones get a little confused as to who to give priority to sometimes. Uh, so, yeah, I wish to have the storage so I could dump uh, without having to buy, you know, you know, with Apple's way of doing it, you start adding, what, about 100 extra bucks a pop to yeah. add storage. Each level uh, but, you go up. Yeah, basically, which does make the phone get more expensive quicker. Um, and just to have that option, that alone, you know, if Apple would get off their high horse about that and just allow some sort of, you know, external storage to be added to it, even if they were to, uh, 
just allow manufacturers through the lightning port somehow. I don't know. That would probably take them having to rewrite their code. Well, but. now you do. There is a, a type of USB drive out there <laughs> um, that that has a standard USB port on one yeah. end and lightning on the other. So that and it's sixty. They come in thirty two and sure. sixty four. That's the thing that Melissa picked last week, actually. Yeah. So yeah. But, but the thing is, all you can do is like. You can't, well, first of all, to have it dangling on your phone would be a little weird. But, I mean, there are cases, um, I think one of the Mophie cases has memory built, additional storage built into it. But the thing is, you have to, Apple won't recognize it. You have to use their specific app or an app that will recognize that. So you can't use, like, iTunes to play your music or anything like that. You kind of have to use the app specific to that storage because i've got some wi-fi storage things and again you have to use their app to play the video or the music or whatever and it's just kind of clunky i just kind of wish that apple would you know even if they would allow the hooks in there to say oh i see you have external storage do you want me to get the music from that um something along that line they may not have to incorporate the memory into the actual operating system but let's you know the apps uh see it recognize it and make use of it yeah, I mean, one of my big things would be to put, uh, because I only have a 16-gig iPhone, uh, because I wanted an iPhone, but that was the extent of what I could get to get every, to get as much as I could get what I wanted size-wise. But the, um, like, Downcast. I love to use Downcast. That's what I get all my video podcasts through. If I had where I could plug in, like, a 128-gig SD card and just have it just download all those videos and dump them mm-hmm. on that SD card... I would be more likely to use my phone and maybe use less of my large collection. Thank you again, Dorothy, for all my iPods that I have. <laughs> um, you know, I'd use them in a different way, possibly. But, uh, I mean, because right now I have Downcast on uh, both of my iPads, uh, my iPad 4th Gen and my iPad uh, Air 2. And it works great for that, but I read on there, too, so, I mean... You start getting a lot of video podcasts. And I have video podcasts on my uh, Kindle, too. Matter of fact, I just updated it this evening before I uh, head into work. Because a lot of times at lunch, while I'm eating my lunch, I'll sit there and watch a video podcast. Whether I'm watching, you know, I name it. I watch a whole slew of different ones. Uh, tech thing and all kinds of different ones. But um, some of the Twit Network stuff and all that. So, you know, that that's, that's my theory. I, you know, I, there's different ways to skin this thing, but... As much as I'd like to try Android, and I, again, I have an Android phone, so I shouldn't say try it. As much as I'd like to get deeper into the Android phone, and this comes, too, from a bunch of people at work that just recently, my coworkers and friends that have gotten new phones, that dropped the iPhone and went to Android. There's three of them have left the iPhone ecosphere and switched over to Android. Again, they're not as quite as deep into it as I am in, the, in, in certain ways. They just need a phone that works and does what they want it to do and so on and so forth. It's tempting. Uh, it's very tempting, but because the carrier, and we're going to talk about carriers here in a minute, uh, the carrier that I currently use uh, just started offering the S7, which is the newest Samsung phone, and very tempting. Uh, I think it's like 600 bucks or just under 600 bucks. So, I mean, and that's for a, I think it's a 32 gig? I'd have to go back and look. Uh, phone, so that's not so terrible, but I don't know, folks. What? Well, and and my problem is because I go through straight talk, so I have to buy my phone because it's a pay-as-you-go carrier or 
L L V M O or whatever it is, large MV, volume. M V N O. There you go. Whatever that stands for. But yeah, so I mean, they're not technically a network. They just buy other networks stuff and resell it. But uh, so I have to buy my phone, and that <clears throat> you know, I've always said I would like to have the six uh, uh, S plus you know, 128 gigs, but we're talking nearly a thousand dollars there that I would have to plunk down to buy that. And yeah. As much as I use my phone, that's still a lot of money to spend on something like that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's Kevin, I got two questions for you. What's that? One, if you love your iPhone as much as you say you do, why would you want to take something else? And number two, wouldn't it just be easier to keep the iPhone, whether it's this one or a different one, because that way you're syncing it with your Mac and your iPad, so everything is in sync. Uh, I'll answer the second question first. Yes, that is true. I do have to get another second phone, though. That's that it, that's something that's coming up. I've got maybe as much as a six month window to do something. There is all I'm, that's. So my primary phone is going to get focused one way, and my secondary phone focused another way. And I, it's too hard to explain why I have to keep two phones, folks. <laughs> I. It just is the fact of life for me, and that's that's just the way it has to go. Um, and as I say, my second phone is a track phone. It's a, or not a track. Uh, it, yeah, it's on the track phone network because that's inexpensive for what I have to use it for. And it's an Alcatel one touch pop pop one touch icon. I can't forget. And it's a decent phone. It's got a nice size screen and all. It's just running an older version of Android and all the other stuff. Um, so that's. I mean, that's the reason, yes. I do like the fact that it syncs across. I mean, I have uh, an app I use called PhotoSync that when I walk in the house, all my photos that I've taken, like the day that you and I met for breakfast, automatically go up to my computer and up to Dropbox as soon as I get within range of my Wi-Fi network. Because I don't use photos, folks. Sorry, don't do it. Because um, this is a roll-your-own type of solution that I've had for six years. I can't remember. I've had it so long. So it syncs up that way. But anyway... Um, that's the answer to the first question. And, you know, the answer to the second question, I'm only tempted because of the price point, because you can get really nice Android phones in a big, with a big screen for about $400, some really high end Android phones. That's kind of what's pushing me over there. Lisa. I, I doubt I'm going to move over that way, but I'm a little bit, I try to be a little bit agnostic, I guess it's agnostic with my platforms. I try mm -hmm. to use what works best for the situation. Um, as, uh, my friend Nightwise says, uh, become a cross platform, let the, how does he say it? Cross platform slider, let the technology work for you, not you work for the technology or something to that effect. Uh, go to nightwise.com folks. You can find out how he actually says that. Um, so that's, that's just where I'm coming from. It's one of those decisions. I mean, I would say right now it's probably 85% that I'll end up with another iPhone of some sort. But it's going to come down to the do re me and how much I have to spend on it at the time. So it's you know, I, and I will buy the phone outright. That's definitely what I'm going to do. I'm not, uh, I'm I'm not going to make payments. I'm going to buy the damn thing outright. So I'm like you, Mike. I would love to have yeah. 128 gig iPhone six yeah. or iPhone something plus if it's a seven plus or you know whatever right. the hell it turns out to be after the next phones are announced. And even if I don't like the next phones because they might be minus the headphone jack, I could get a six S plus. That would be fine. I might even try to guilt my friend into selling me his because he upgrades every year. So, right, Gil and Gilbert, if you're listening, take heed yeah. to that. <laughs> and for me, you know, I, you know, I, I've been pretty clear about the fact that I am completely agnostic. I don't, I have my feet in all the camps. And you know, as far as the sinking goes, I mean, um, 
you know, my photos go up to uh, the Amazon cloud, and then I have it loaded back down. I have it going to several different sites. I don't use uh, iTunes. I use Amazon Music to listen to all my stuff. Um, so, and I all the stuff that I use a lot are cross-platform apps, so I could switch phones and not really have any, you know, big problem with apps and data or anything like that. So, I mean, for me, it wouldn't be that big a thing. And like you say, the big screen and the expandable storage, um, you know, I have given that some thought that uh, I just wished I could, you know, have one phone, one device that I could carry with me when I'm, like, at work and I want to listen to, you know, I did, once upon a time, I was using just my iPhone, but then you have to manage it and, you know, take off music. You have to delete your podcast right away. You have to do all this other stuff. You have to manage it all the time. With my iPod, I've got, you know, several books on there. I'm way behind on listening to podcasts. So I got a bunch of them on there. I got about a bunch of music on there, and I still have plenty of room left, so I can, you know... And it's just my entertainment device I can take with me. I don't have to sit there and, and manage everything. Oh, crap. I'm, you know, and then if, heaven forbid that a big upgrade should come along. Well, I guess I know I can plug it into my computer and update it that way. But there was a time or two before <clears throat> I realized you could do that. So I'm sitting there deleting stuff so I'd have enough room to do the, uh, you know, it was one of the major updates to the next version of iOS or whatever that took a lot of room. And I just don't like having to manage things that way. And I haven't looked real close at a lot of the um, Android phones out there, but I have seen some that are, you know, nice and big. And and there's a few things I do like, like um, I use LastPass as my uh, password manager. And so on my Android tablet, when I go to a site, it'll pop up, hey, you know, LastPass will pop up, hey, do you want us to enter that information for you? Whereas on the iPhone, and I understand there's security behind that, but you have to go into LastPass, copy your password, and then go over there and open up the app and then paste in your password. Um, So, yeah, because I understand having an app. Type, uh, read the things that you type in, uh, you know, key logging stuff and that sort of thing may not be the best thing in the world. But dang, it is kind of handy that when you go to a site, it'll just pop up. Hey, you want us to enter, enter the information for you? Sure, go ahead. Uh, so there's certain convenience things like that, and um, just the flexibility to do things that because app uh, iOS is locked down a bit. Uh, Android, you can. Uh, you, know, you can put widgets on the screen. You can do all kinds of things. You can have um, you know different information there. So there's um, just the flexibility that Android gives you too. Again, it's the security that does worry me a little bit. Yeah, that's the that's the thing for me. That that's another big push to keep me in the iOS ecosphere. Even after this past week's thing with that emergency update that they pushed out for uh, nine point three point five or nine point yeah. Um, which I did really quickly. Uh, I mean, that's the first time I've even worried really about security. Uh, my problem with the Android apps is they, they you really got to be careful, especially with the older versions, how much information it's sharing. You install an app, and it wants to, I need total control of your phone, your firstborn child, uh, access to your bank account, uh, your children's bank. You know, it's just like, come on, thing. And you can't turn it off real easy. I'm too used to iOS just going, nope, 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 you can't have that. Nope, 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 nope. You don't need that. I don't need push notifications from you, uh, application. I don't need to know that, you know, Mike just tweeted a poop or something like that. I don't I don't need I don't need any of that information. So, um 
Uh, folks, that did really used to be a thing called tweet my poop. Oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> but um, the uh, you know it's it's just that kind of crap. So I you know I'm not going to go down there too far. I'll, I'll I'll let it go. Just wanted to share that. Uh, more to come once I make a decision, which could be any time in the next two weeks to six months. So we'll just leave it at that. But we have another phone problem. Miss Paselli is having some troubles with phone. Well, it's not a trouble. It's a warning to listeners. Last, was it last week? About two weeks ago, maybe it was. AT&T announced that they were changing their data plans yet again. Usually if Verizon does something, not too long after, AT&T does and Sprint, and they'll all try to be the same. So what Verizon did is they don't charge now for overages. And now AT&T does not charge for overages if you change your plan. If you stay on your current plan, everything stays the same. You don't have to worry about it. You'll still have to pay your overages. If you go to the new plans that they're offering, you can't go back to what you have now. So basically you're being grandfathered in. So I kept hearing, it's going to be cheaper. It's going to be cheaper. I said, okay, let me look it up. Um, let's say, as my kids say, I call bullshit. <laughs> it is not cheaper by any stretch. Do the math before you just say, sure, change me over. And I even called them to find out to make sure I was doing the math correctly. So, for example, I have, I pay for 15 gigs, but because of a promotion, I get 20. So I have a 20 gig plan, but I pay for 15. That's $100 a month. Then I have six phones on my plan. They are $15 a month. Six times 15 is 90. 90 plus 100 is 190. Okay, so that's my base. We're not including taxes. We're not including installments. So my base is 190. If I switch to the new plan, it would be 25 gigs at $110. The, play, the phones that are currently on installment would be $20 a month. So already right there is $5 a month more. Once the phones come off installment, it bumps up to 40. Huh? Mm-hmm. Right, have we entered bizarro land here? When you get something paid off, shouldn't it go down? It goes up to $40 a month instead of, tw- instead of 20. So if I were to change today, I'd pay 110 for the data, or let's even or even ninety. It drops down to ninety if I do fifteen. Let me see, make sure that was right. Let me go look at that. Um, ninety for sixteen gigs. So I pay ninety dollars for sixteen gigs. So my price would go down ten dollars. But three of my phones are paid off, and three of them are not. So for three phones, we'd be paying twenty dollars a month times three is sixty, and for the other three phones, forty times three is one hundred and twenty. That's a hundred. That's one hundred and eighty dollars right there, plus the ninety or the hundred and ten, whether I go sixteen or twenty-five. So basically, I'm looking at a hundred dollars a month more for a plan that's supposed to be saving me money. Well, it is on the data side, but that's it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm and the guy's telling me this, and I'm like, "Are you kidding?" Can, can I get on your plan with you? <laughs> I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Oh, that is ridiculous. That is The the I, only benefit is that there's no more overages, which we've had. Uh, but what they do is when you go over, oh, is it 20 gigs? I think it might be 20 gigs if you're paying for less than 20. 
then they throttle you to basically dial up modem speed. Yeah, I've, I've, now I've seen that happen. Now, uh, for reasons too complicated to go into, I'm in an unlimited data plan still on my phone because it's part of a pool and I only ex- there's a whole mess around that, so I'm not going to go into all that. Um, but I've looked at my phone. There are rarely months, and maybe because I'm a little more judicious about it to, for whatever reason, I rarely use more than a gig or a gig and a half of data a month on my phone. So these people that are using 20 and 30 gigs must not have any other type of internet service that they're using. That's what I don't understand. How much well, do you a lot of it is video. Like my one son was streaming soccer videos. But does he, does he stream them always on mobile data or never using Wi-Fi? He was at work. Oh, okay. Yeah, so here it says if you once you use your data allotment, all data over over and above that is slowed down to a maximum of 2G speed for the rest of the billing cycle. Okay. Audio and video streaming, picture and video messaging, and other data usage, including sponsored data, will be impacted and may not be fully functional. So we're just going to bend you over a log and have at you. I saw that. I was like, you've, you've got to be kidding me. It, that's definitely not something you want to move to. I mean, based on what you're telling me, based on your current bills. So watch AT&T. You know, don't, don't just take what they say at face value. Because the other thing, too, is I had looked into getting DirecTV and switching over to that. And I was in the AT&T store. This was like the corporate one. And they said, if you switch over and you have AT&T for your cell phone, you'll get unlimited data. And I thought, ooh, we could use that with my kids. And I won't have to worry about overages anymore. And if they want to stream video, that's fine. I don't care, whatever. That's So it really started to push me toward the DirecTV. And then I went into my local AT&T store. It's close by to me. That's more of an independent store. And I was asking them something. I forget what I was there for. But they said, no, you have to pay for it. <clears throat> if you want the unlimited, that's like another $40 a month charge. Ah. And I looked on the website. It's like, oh, yeah, little tiny print says, yeah, you can get unlimited for the extra fee of. I'm like, well, that defeats the whole purpose of me trying to save money over my Time Warner. Yeah. I mean, I'm actually looking at, and I don't remember if I mentioned this on the show or after the show last week. I'm actually considering getting a business class uh, internet circuit into the house and cutting the cable that way and just streaming everything because Comcast will, the business class circuits, you have no bandwidth cap, and I could probably get about a seventy or eighty dollar a month plan uh, that would be more than adequate for the house, and then just stream the hell out of everything. Because I happened to look up last week or last month, and as it does every year this summer, my data usage on Comcast had climbed. We pushed through three hundred and Fourteen or 320 gigs of data in the uh, month of uh, July here. So that was... <laughs> but again, all the kids are home for the summer and, you know, they're doing their things and watching YouTube, playing online games and, you know, so I mean, I, I push through a lot of data during the summer when they're home. Uh, and Comcast theoretically has a 250 gig per month limit. They're actually talking about dumping it to... or jumping it to three, which... For most months of the year would be fine for me. And then uh, they're also pilot testing uh, one terabyte a month for people. And, and oddly enough, one of the only places in Virginia is, is Galax, Virginia, which is this tiny little community down in south central Virginia, which I'm going, 
what? Why are you testing it down there? I, mean, I, 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 yeah, I give up. I'm not trying to figure out why they test where they test. But so anyway, but that's something I'm considering. So yeah, when it comes to data usage, I'm I'm getting more sensitive to what I use, but I also like to be able to use it for what I want to use because I've gotten into binge watching. I you know once yeah. I got a Netflix account, mm-hmm. binge watching is great. I don't have to wait for the the next week for most things. I just let's just blow through season yep. X of this. So. Yeah, that's the way it goes. So, well, at least I hope you figure it out sometime soon what you're going to decide to do because it's they, they're. Making... Oh well, I'm not getting the Directv. Okay. So we have Time Warner, and I'm waiting. Uh, Charter just bought them out, so I'm waiting to see what Charter does. Mm. You had mentioned that they were buying it out. It's you, when's the merger go through or on? Well, <laughs> well, I called them Friday, which kind of brings me into the other thing I had written here. I was having a problem with my internet. It kept going on and off, on and off, on and off. So I didn't know if it was it my router, was it my modem. I couldn't get the speed test to work. So I went on Time Warner's website, got the speed test working again. And I said, well, let me look around again, see what the plans are. And I found a plan that was better than what I had. It had whole house DVR. I just have the one DVR. And it also had three extra premium stations for like $50 a month less than what I'm paying. So I said, I don't want to talk to them on the phone because they're in the Philippines. I don't understand them. I'll do the chat. Well, the chat's in the Philippines, too. Oh, no. So I'm on the chat, and I'm explaining to the person I'm speaking with, this is the plan I have. This is the plan I'm looking at. I even copied and pasted it into the window. What can we do? Well, of course, halfway through the conversation, my internet goes out. So lost her, which isn't their fault. It just happens. Get back on the chat, and I say, can I speak to so-and-so? I lost my internet. No, you can't get to her, but I can find what you were talking about. So she looks it up, and she goes, yes, you were talking about this, this, and this. I said, yes, I was. After an hour of the canned responses from this person, which was like, she finally says, oh, you can't have that plan. You're not a new customer. Oh, God. So my response in capital letters was, it took you an hour to tell me this? Oh, I'm so sorry. It's like my first statement was, I have the all-in-one package. Does that not tell you I'm an existing customer? Yeah. You wanted my name, address, and phone number. Did you not see my account in there to see that I'm an ex- – because she even said, you pay this much every month. Yes, I do. That's what I pay. You have this, this, and this. Yes, I do. You didn't know back then? Yeah, that I'm an existing customer because you can see my account? So finally she says, well, we'll have someone call you in three to five minutes and we'll see if they can give you something better, something that they, you know to, 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 to use your plan. Fine. Well, of course, that didn't happen, but eventually the person called. So the guy gets, calls me, and he goes, hi, is this Elisa? Yes. How can I help you? I'm like, you don't know? He goes, well, you you wanted me to call you. I'm like, they didn't tell you why? No. Like, oh. Jeez. So I had to go through the whole story all over again of what it is I wanted. I'm like, like spitting at this point because now we're at like an hour and a half. For just one stupid question. So basically the bottom line was they gave me three extra stations. So now I have Showtime, Epics, and Stars in addition to HBO. And my bill is $3 less. Well, that's something. Yeah. 
So I'm like, yeah, okay. Oh, and it's okay. guaranteed for a year because he said the plan was before, like my DVR was like, say, three months. And then six months might have been HBO. So all the different things were going to be dropping off and then my bill would go up. I'm like, you think it would go up. <laughs> <laughs> you think wrong. Yeah. You don't know me. Yeah. So now it's good for a year. And he said he thinks Spectrum is going to be coming in about February. And that their prices for the higher speed internet is going to be really good. He can't tell me exactly. He goes, all I can tell you is that they're really good. I said, okay, we'll see what happens. I said, there's always Verizon Fios. And he just goes, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I have no other choice. Well, I do, but it's not a, it's not a wired choice. If I go outside of this, I have to go to a mesh network uh, locally, radio, and I'd have to invest in the equipment you know, an upfront cost of like 300 bucks and have the equipment mounted on my house. And oh, I don't want to go through all that shit. That's the only other choice I have for broadband around here. So I'm kind of stuck there. But anyway. Okay, folks. This has been a week of whinging for us on GSE. So let's, let's move on to maybe some happier topics. We're going to talk about what we would buy. I set the price point at uh, $751 to $1,000. And Mike has been teasing. He teased me before the show because he didn't want me to get all excited because of his pick. So you want to tell us what your pick is, Michael? Yeah, well, you put the price point there, and it's, well, not the thing. It's one of those things that we need to have in this part of the country. And um, I would rather have a good one uh when when the time comes here let me paste this in so kevin can start drooling snowblower um, yes there you go <laughs> uh, yes well and so the one we have it's an old one uh it's got an old kumcha engine on it and those things get cranky after a while kind of hard to start and i'm just thinking boy it'd be nice to have a new snowblower because as much as i hate being out in the snow i'd like to be out in the snow less and so something that starts and runs and blows uh, everything out like it's supposed to and get the job done and get back in the nice warm house away from the evil winter um, it, w- it would be kind of awesome. So, And at some point, we really should get a new one. Um, and this one is about $900. It's not the top-of-the-line model, but it's not it's not too bad a one. It's, uh, what is it, 24-inch, two-stage snowblower. It's, like the uh, one I, it's almost like the one I have now currently. Uh, it could be because I imagine uh, this is a yard machine, but I think it's probably one that's manufactured by a company, and I don't know which one it would be, and different people slap their names on it. So. Yeah, uh, is it uh, TMD or something? I can't remember the name. of the. There's there's one company, they make a lot of mowers, they make a lot of these things, and then everybody slaps their name on them. Uh, but yeah, now this is very fairly similar specs. Uh, mine has five forward gears and two reverse gears. So, but mine's getting some age on it, but it still works pretty good. I'm actually, when I replace mine, I'm going to look at a three-stage uh, one because three-stage helps with what we get around here sometimes when the snow gets kind of wet and heavy. Oh, yes. Yeah. The three-stage does better at that than the two-stage ones do. So I've been what, told. What's the third stage? I, I've i just read up on it. I do not know sure. for sure. So you might, you know, you might right. want to look into that. I mean, three-stage is a fairly new thing, I think. Right. Um, but I know 
I know up at the school sometimes we have some of those, uh, yeah, kind of heavy snows. It just kind of comes out the end and goes blah. Yeah, it just kind of blops over. <laughs> yeah, and up here, our, our most of our snow sten- uh, tends to be dry snow, uh, the fluffy stuff that you can blow, you know, like for half a mile when the, the you know your fan gets blowing good in there. Yeah. But uh, every once in a while, like to, as we get closer to spring, the snow does get a little wet wetter and heavier and then that does get to be a bit of a problem but i'm just thinking for you know this winter something and maybe i should spring for the few extra bucks and put a cab on it that would be nice because i get tired of coming in looking like frosty the snowman because my beard's <laughs> got snow in it and uh well, snow if, all places so. if you're gonna do that get the one with the headlight in it too so you can do it 24 hours a day first of all we have lights outside second of all i'm not blowing snow 24 hours a day but it's fun oh. Um, neighbors will love you. Well, yeah, that too. But Kevin, I don't think that word means what you think it means. So, <laughs> I, have, I actually wonder if I could put a snowblower on the front of my truck. Hmm. You can always get a blade. No, that's not as much fun as a snowblower. I want something well, that looks like it's going to eat you alive as I'm coming at you. <laughs> Can't you see the little kids in the neighborhood? No, I'm just thinking about that guy driving a little Toyota with you in his rearview mirror going, faster, faster. <laughs> beep, 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 you know, that, that song. <laughs> the, the, about the little car going, beep, 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 <laughs> trying to get him to go faster. Uh, but, yeah, no, but think about that. Yeah, I come up behind some of those little Toyota Priuses and look like I'm just going to eat them as I go down the road. <laughs> I'm afraid to tell you, but I think the Prius would give you indigestion. Well, that's all right. <laughs> I've eaten other things that give me indigestion. <laughs> But there I do have to say cherry pick, Mike. Very cherry. Okay. Yes, I thought you would. Yeah. Miss Pacelli, what did you choose for us this week? Oh, you're going to love my pick, Kevin. Okay. <laughs> the 9.7-inch iPad Pro. Oh, dear. We've stepped on each other. <laughs> I, saw, I saw that in the show notes and went, oh, my God. <laughs> That's why my OMG is in there. Oh, the 256-gig iPad Pro with the $100 Apple Pencil. Not because I need it, just because, well, why not? Well, this is about a want. It's not about a need. Yeah. That's what why this, not? That's what this, this, that's what this part of the show is supposed to be about. So very good. I, I can't disagree with you there. I, you know, and I'll say more about it in a minute, but uh, I, I considered that. I gave that strong consideration. And the reason I say that, folks, is because... What I chose was the 12.9-inch iPad Pro, Wi-Fi only, 128 gig. I always tend to buy the middle of the road with everything except my iPhone, that I re- my newest iPhone, just because I'm a middle-of-the-road type of guy trying to, you know, drive down the middle, hit as many people as I can. As I'm, No, sorry, that's a different metaphor. Because uh, <laughs> it tends to be the sweet spot. I mean, my first, both my iPads have been, you know, the middle tier. I bought the 32 gig on the first gen. I have a 64 gig Air too, and that's the reason I didn't choose the 7.9 inch iPad. Is because I hear most people saying there isn't enough advantage to going from an Air two to the 9.7 Pro, except for like the pencil and the better camera to make that worth it. So I figure, well, if I'm going to make the jump, I'm going to make the jump. I'm going all the way over to the iPad Pro. And but I'm it's gonna, big. It's yeah. big. It's almost the same size as my laptop. Well, see, I don't have a laptop. Well, I take that back. I have multiple laptops. I don't have a current model Apple laptop, so that would be okay with me. 
and I'm getting old, and it's easier for me to see if I can, you know, like, really make things large when I zoom in on them and stuff like that. When I'm watching my uh, uh, unboxing videos which and, and office tours, which are, like, porn to me, folks, I'm sorry, it's just... You know, and then Mike sends me snow porn occasionally. Elisa does too. So, you know, it's just, I have to watch these things and I have to see them in full detail. And, of course, the fact with AirPlay that I can send it up to my 50-inch television is even that much better. So I sit there and I sit there and watch it. But uh, I will have to say I like your pick, Elisa. I will say I will say You went with the 256. I went with the, mm-hmm. the 128. So That way go. it gave me an extra $100 for the pencil. There you go. Right in. Because, again, why not? I keep wavering back and forth if I ever got one if I'd want the Apple keyboard cover. I don't know if I'd want one or not. It's expensive. Isn't that the one that's $149? Yeah. That's expensive. I'm not sure it's worth it is what I'm, you know, for the times I use a keyboard with my iPad, and that's the other reason I like the big screen because even though I can type pretty well on the glass on my on my Air 2, I'm thinking on the 12.9, it would be even easier to type on the glass for me. Because I typed up a, a good size email yesterday, just on the glass. I just laid it down, and you know, I have the uh, smart case, not smart cover, and I just set it at that angle and banged out an email really easy. So, you know, it is what it is. So, so I'm thinking I could do even better, but we'll see. Well, folks, that's going to wrap us up for this week. I hope you've enjoyed the show. As I said, it's been a week of whinging. Here on Geekiest Show Ever, we've complained about every, almost everything across the entire spectrum. Um, earworms, video eye worms, uh, Mike complained about being out in the, the blessed little white s- snow angels, uh, little golden white things that come heaven from above, you know. Uh, Elisa's had problems with her, with her cable TV, she's had problems with her, her cell phone provider, We've both been, we've all been annoyed by commercials. I mean, it's just been a week of winging. So anyway, folks, we'll we'll go around the room here and let let everybody outroduce themselves, and we'll start with uh, the lovely Elisa Paselli first. Okay, Twitter is at Sensei Dai, and you can also listen to our podcast that I do with Suze Gilbert and Vicky Stokes, three geekyladies dot com with the number three spelled out. Most excellent. Go have a listen, folks. Y'all are doing. Is it one a month or one every three weeks? What is the schedule? About every three weeks. In fact, tomorrow we've got one that's being released. I recorded it about a week and a half ago, and we had just released one the day before. Uh, this one, we did. Suzanne and I did an interview with Victor Cahiao about his music. It was really interesting. It was about um, audio, like what microphones to use and, and, and uh, headphones and different uh, apps and things that you use to make quality audio. And then the other part of it was just about how he recorded his, his new album. So it was really interesting. I had seen him do a, uh, an episode of Mac Voices with Chuck Joyner. And I just found it. If you haven't watched it, you really should, even if you don't, you're not into jazz or you're not into music either. It just, the, just how he had to go, the steps he had to take to record an album, things that you would never think of. And he was very open with how much it cost him. You know, he paid $100 for this plug-in, and I had to pay $300 for this and $1,000 for that. And he was very open, and it was just, I found it really, really interesting. Oh, uh, well, I think, I think I'm a couple episodes behind. I can't remember which one was the most recent one of your alls I listened to. Yes, folks, I do listen to my friend Lisa and uh, Vicky and uh, Suze. Uh, go over and have a listen. It's a great show to listen to, and uh, the ladies have great perspective on everything. So please go have that listen to the show. 
Mr. McPeak, as you're otherwise known. Sure. Um, but I don't know. You know, to, to introduce yourself, you have to be introduced, right? You kind of got Lisa, then you skip by me, which, but, you know, so is this going to cause an error in programming to have unclosed brackets here or something? Yeah, I'm going to have to add some squiggly brackets at the beginning to start my if statement. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Okay. That was geeky enough, I think, for this podcast. But just for the sake of completeness here, uh, you can find me uh, uh, on Twitter at DSC Chipman, and I have my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak. That's M-C-P-E-E-K. And I just got a... Um, uh, an email this afternoon, just about an hour or so before we co- podcast from uh, Fearless Leader, otherwise known as Julie Keel, about uh, getting the band back together now that we've had the summer off. And we're going to make some plans. I think we're going to have a planning meeting Tuesday night to kind of come up with what we want to do. So, you know, for everyone that's a little shook, you know, we're, we're out there. It's just that the summer's been a little, uh, a little weird. So I think soon we'll have some uh, content coming your way. We just kind of got to sit down and get things figured out again. So uh, when we get it fired up, uh, you guys will be among the first to know. So Very good. Yes, go over it. And the back catalog is well worth listening to because it's stuff that can be listened to at any point in time. So it's not, not quite as time sensitive as some shows are, uh, but we still miss not having it around. New episodes all the time. So mm. that's it. Folks, I, if you want to find out more about me, you can find me on Twitter at B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. Or if you go over to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder, you can find some links there. And I think I'm going to rework my about.me page probably next weekend if I get time. So maybe it'll freshen up and look a little bit better. Nothing else, I'll just hang an air freshener on the corner of it. Anyway, if you want to find out more about the show, folks, go to geekiestshowever.com. Reviews and comments in iTunes are always welcome. They help us get discovered. Appreciate everybody's uh, that they've been doing. So uh, please go over and have a look, or go over and drop us a review. It, it really does help out. Folks, I hope you've enjoyed this show, even with the whinging and stuff. And But please remember, if you do nothing else after you listen to the show between now and next week, don't forget to hug a geek. Hi, everyone. It's Guy from the MyMac.com podcast, and I'm here to tell you about the show. I wish Gaz was here, but apparently he's too busy, so... Hey, hold on a minute. I'm right here. What are you going on about? Well, I was about to cut a promo, but you always seem busy doing other things. Okay, now you've cheesed me off, so I'm turning you into a chipmunk. (laughs) Sure, like you have the power to do that. Whoa, what did you just do to me? Like I said, I turned you into a chipmunk. Now be quiet while I do the promo. Why do I have a sudden craving for lettuce? The MyMac.com podcast is a fun look at all the goings-on in the Mac world. We involve the listeners in a show to talk about what's important to them and interview people who do amazing things with their Macs and iOS devices. A carrot might be nice. You can contact us via Facebook, Twitter, Skype, as well as email. I have an urge to climb trees really fast. Shh! Find us in iTunes by searching under my Mac. You'll find us and a lot of other great shows all under the Stoplight Network. Hey, I can scratch behind my ears with my foot. If you promise to be good, I'll change you back. I don't know. I'm kind of digging the fur. The MyMac.com podcast. Done by a Brit and apparently now a chipmunk. <laughs>